Hey everyone, my name is Alexis and welcome to your new favorite corner of the internet, Collard and Free. Collard and Free is a podcast about incorporating BDSM into long distance relationships, discovering, exploring, and reestablishing your submission and how to even get started in the lifestyle to begin with. Every other Sunday, I'll be bringing you guys episodes at 3 p.m. CST on the dot, but do not worry, there is plenty of extra content to come as well. If you want to know more and be kept up to date, head on over to my website at Collard and Free and join my Discord. Whether you're new here or not, come on in. Let's take off your shoes, get you a drink, and please help yourself to the goodies we have lying around. And all that's left to say now is welcome to my playroom and welcome to being Collard and Free. All right, guys. Today's episode is a doozy. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about something that I have seen in many different online communities from Facebook and FetLife to Tumblr and Kick. I've been seeing an increasing pattern of behavior um, that really worries me. And primarily, it's a lot of TNG kinksters. Um, For those of you who don't know what TNG means, it's the next generation of kinksters. Um, I've seen a lot of posts about people that are talking about, like, getting ghosted, um, by, like, okay, I'm gonna just be real. There was one particular post that, um, inspired me originally writing this blog cast, and it was a post in a Facebook group about a girl, and she had posted, like, all week talking about her daddy, and, her daddy Dom or whatever. And she was like going on and on about how great he is and great he is. And then there came a day that week where he posted about ghosting her. And she inevitably owned up to the fact that she barely knew this guy. She just jumped into this online BDSM relationship with this dude because he said that he had all of this experience and all of these things and he didn't. People are making posts about being ghosted and calling them daddy or sir or anything about these people that they have had these quote unquote relationships for days or even just talking a few hours. They are calling them by honorifics. And it is very, 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 very fucking concerning. So today we are going to dive into a deep topic And that is going to be the topic of vetting. I also would like to say that I am aware of the fact that there is no 100% guarantee that vetting somebody is going to actually protect you from them and their like true intentions if they are good at manipulation. I would say that it would be like sticking you in a room full of people and then asking you to tell me which one is the serial killer. You can't because they look like everybody else around you. They just look like a normal person. Um, So you should be approaching any relationship that you get into, in my opinion, with a lot of caution and always keep in mind the amount of time that you're with somebody does not equate to them, to them not hurting you in any way, shape or form. Um, There are master manipulators out there that literally spend a lot of time investing in a false sense of security just to take it away. So um, I just want to clarify that all for you guys, and I'm ready to really get started. All right. 
So the first thing that we got to talk about is what exactly vetting is when it pertains to BDSM. So the actual definition of vetting is to investigate someone thoroughly, especially in order to ensure that they are suitable for a job requiring secrecy, loyalty, or trustworthiness. Honestly, it really is no different in the community um, because what that job is is either the dom or the sub. Um, I believe the dom and sub should be vetting their potential partners equally. It should not just be subs vetting doms. Everybody needs to vet each other. If you can have a quote-unquote fake dom, then you can also have a quote-unquote fake sub. Woo! We'll talk about that type of vocabulary, by the way, um, on a different episode because like, I've really been getting a lot of just like research on the whole term of fake dom and fake sub. Um, but I wanted to use it here so that I can kind of like, I'm hoping it will get in your guys' head and you'll come and talk to me. So come talk to me. <laughs> so a lot of the things that people should be vetted for will show up as what is commonly known as a red flag. Red flags are these behaviors and patterns that someone has and gives off that are concerning and alarming, especially to other people who have experience in the community and can see it. Um, I like to think that when you have a crush and you just kind of feel like you're in lust with somebody, that you're blind. Um, there was a phrase that I read once that became one of my favorites, and it was said, when you wear rose glasses, all flags look the same. Or it, it was something along those lines. Let me, let me look. Okay, so I went and grabbed it, and I completely remember now where I got this from. So there is a show called Bojack Horseman. It is great. And one of the characters says, when you look at someone through rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. And that is so true. It is so, 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 so true. When you have that crush and you're just like, really all about those people, you don't exactly start seeing those unhealthy behaviors until someone points it out in a way that it just starts to make sense. Or when there's something that has escalated um, to that point. Red flags, um, I would say, are things like overly clingy behavior, demands for you not to talk to certain friends, people who overanalyze your behaviors and try to make you feel crazy. Okay, like genuinely like gaslighting. That is a huge, 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 huge red flag. Um, I was actually working on um, a podcast about red flags, and I'm actually going to be tying on a separate episode, the episode after this, to talk about red flags. Um, red flags are really important to keep an eye out for. So I want to dedicate a whole episode to talking about some of the red flags that you can actually see and find in individuals in the community when you're vetting. So in my opinion, a lot of times that these behaviors manifest um, is like, in the comment section. So when I say these behaviors, I mean like un like red flaggy, unsafe type behaviors. Um, I see them in these posts, in these groups where the OP is writing something to start like a thread, maybe like a selfie thread. Those are really the famous ones. Um, selfie threads, asking questions and stuff like that. And somebody will usually comment and be like, 
can I PM you or something of like really flirtatious nature without putting in effort to responding to what the post was about. So, you know, somebody could come into a group and make an intro post and then be like, hi, my name is Alexis and I'm 28 years old, blah, 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 and post their picture. And instead of focusing on what their post is about, they will just talk mainly about the individual and be like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. I wish I could have a sub like you. Oh, I want you to sub to me. Hey, go ahead and send me a DM. I'd love to talk to you. Stuff like that. There's like no real, um, what's the word? There's no real like connection that's actually happening there. You're not asking questions about that person. You know, you're not actually trying to get to know them. You just want to be creepy. (laughs) But I mean, at the same time, those people might just have social anxiety. So it's kind of hard, but I would definitely say that it is a bit of a red flag. And, you know, I would respond to somebody that asked me to PM. I'd be like, no, I'm really sorry. I don't usually, you know, like pay attention to my DMs or whatever. I don't have that time. If you need something, you can go ahead and email me. And I put my business email down there. And like most of the time people don't have time to reach out to me because that's not what they're here for. They're here for the easy prey, I guess. Um, But that's just something that I personally do. So um, red flags, I've also noticed, manifest in the posts where people are talking about how they literally just met somebody. Uh, It might be like a few days prior and they already call them daddy or they're little. That behavior right there, when you don't actually have an established relationship with somebody and you're just jumping right into it, is kind of a big red flag. They're like, (laughs) you can't put somebody as your dominant. You should not. I can't say you can't. You should not be giving somebody that you do not know any type of power over you. You need to hold that close. Submission is a gift. It is earned. It is earned and rewarded and watered and grown. It is trust and experience and time. Submitting to somebody isn't just something that you should give to them because they're attractive. It isn't something that you should be giving to somebody because they seem to have all of this knowledge and experience. Experience and knowledge does not determine the the relationship. It doesn't, it's not an indicator that you should absolutely be with this person. You could have the most knowledgeable person in the entire lifestyle talk to you and want to be with you, but also have some of the biggest red flags. So it's really important, again, to look at the person that you are vetting. Don't just jump into things. Um, Because what it just shows is that people that are involved are just not taking the time to not just get to know the other person, but talk about important things when it comes to the lifestyle. You're just jumping right in and expecting that things are going to magically figure themselves out. And in general, going into any kind of relationship with that mindset is really going to spell disaster for you. Um, Not talking to somebody and not getting to know them is only going to increase the potential for you down the road to realize that this is the type of person that you don't want to be with. There are going to be these behaviors and patterns that emerge that you are not okay with. And if you are already locked into some kind of submission, 
you're going to panic and feel too scared to leave or be at some other kind of disadvantage with no escape. I don't want that for anybody. Um, If that's you, by the way, if you feel trapped in your relationship, you're not sure how to get out or how to break it off, please reach out to me and I'd be more than happy to sit down with you and create an actual safety plan to get out of the relationship you're in and stuff like that. When you're vetting somebody, there are so many things that you should be looking at and taking into account. I feel like you should absolutely be using a limits list. And we've talked about a limits list before um, to go over the things that you are into together. Having that limits list will open a conversation about what you're into and what you're not into. And maybe there's something that your partner is curious about you've never tried. It really honestly just helps you. Learning that is who they are and what they like can open the door for you to be a little bit more open yourself and to try something new. Um, When you're with somebody who's into something different than you are, sometimes it kind of gives you that extra push to just try because you want to make them happy and you might even experience something that you didn't even know you would love. Uh, Like I said before in my episodes, the two episodes I've talked about, the limits list and stuff like that, a limit list is such an incredible tool to have. And again, if you guys sign up for my newsletter, you can obtain my workbook for free. Or if you'd like to support Collard and Free, you can go ahead and go to my Etsy shop and hit that download button and get a copy for yourself. So here are some tips for vetting your potential partners. Get to know who the person is outside of the Dom sub role. There is so much more to the the lifestyle than sultry words, touches, and toys. Each of us is unique, and there's a reason or 70 that make us who we are. So I would suggest getting to know your dominant or your D-type. I've been thinking about switching to that word. Um, but get to know them. Treat them with respect because not only are you trying to see if they fit that potential in your life but they're a human being and everybody deserves to be talked to and treated with respect learn them learn their favorite snacks their sports learn each other outside of the bedroom outside of kink see if your your ideals and morales align that's a really big thing because if you are getting into a BDSM relationship, not just as play partners, but a a, a, tr- a full dynamic where you guys are seeing each other, I would say, or even honestly, even just playing together. If you guys have conflicting views, sometimes those views might be so conflicting that it is a, a it is a uh, a rule breaker for you. Like that is your giving up point. You definitely need to get to know somebody for who they are before doing anything. That's just my personal opinion. Another thing that you should be definitely doing is listening to the voice in your head. And you know what voice I'm talking about. It is the one that whispered that something just is not settling well with you. It's the voice that says, stop, pay attention, and really take notice. It's a gut instinct. And I and I tend to find that it is typically spot on. And you really should try to listen to it. And I know that that's hard. 
nobody wants to be or feel suspicious of someone that they like. But you you guys have to remember that sometimes it just pays to be cautious. Be thorough in your vetting. If you feel uncertain, do a background check, reverse image search, whatever puts you at ease. But always listen to that little voice in the back of your head when you encounter it because you need to just be aware. If you are online only, so long distance relationship specific, I would say, um, or just like dating online, like Tinder or anything like that, video chat. I do not care what their excuse may be. I can't video chat because this is whatever. No, you set a date for your video chat and that's that. You have no idea who's on the other end of the computer until you see with your own two eyes who they are. Catfishing is real, guys. There is a whole MTV show about it. Catfishing is real and utilizing your webcam is one of the biggest and most important parts of long distance vetting that I could ever suggest. Discord and Skype are amazing resources, but things even like Gmail and Kick, Instagram and Snapchat, those types of things even have video chatting features. Um, you deserve to be reassured and shown that they are who they say they are. And it is a very big thing. We're in 2020 and we all have cell phones. If this person can't take pictures of themselves or videos or be live, then that is a huge, huge, huge red flag to me personally. Um, something I would look out for. Another tip would be um, asking about their experience. Ask how long they've been in the scene, how many subs they've had or doms, why those relationships didn't work out. Maybe see if they're still friends with their exes. Um, there's a lot of things that you could think about asking people. Um, and what I did was I made like a basic list of some questions that you can ask. Questions from their income, lifestyle, experience, the living situations, things like that. Um, I like to think of it as renting an apartment. You want to know what features of the place you want to live in has and the environment and the factors that influence it. You definitely want to know about the neighbors. Um, I hope that metaphor made sense. Um, I think it was kind of a bad metaphor, but I I think that there, it was promising and easy to understand. <laughs> but um, it's true though. Like asking questions and learning about the environment and things like that is so important as well to the vetting process. And I just want to clarify this. Vetting is not going to be over in just a day. This is not just a first date, five minute blind date type deal. This is a commitment to vetting. Um, it can take days, weeks, months, maybe even a year or more for people to feel comfortable enough to submit or dominate somebody. Everybody is different. Everybody has their own pace. Everyone's connections are different. But the most important thing to remember is that all of this vetting isn't for nothing. It isn't to waste your time. It isn't to waste theirs. But it is all leading up to the day that you decide or they decide to have the conversation of collaring you or being collared. And it's a really huge deal. So if you guys would like to take a look at the list of questions that I came up with for vetting, you guys can go ahead over to collaredandfree.com and take a look at the um, show notes for this episode. And that list is there. So that is also available in a downloadable format. So you can go ahead and print that out if you'd like. 
um, you guys can check my my blog and website for that. So as you guys can see, there are so many things that your potential partner should be spoken about with you. Um, again, I've just suggested a few things and there are so many questions and things to keep in mind as you vet. I would 100% um, look at the bottom of my podcast uh, show notes. I went ahead and I linked some incredible blog articles about vetting and some resources for you guys in case you were curious. So go ahead and give them a gander. And if you do go over there, go ahead and say hi, let them know who sent you and, uh, you know, enjoy yourself. Be safe. Be very safe. If you are scared or confused or unsure, please, please, please just reach out to me. I would much rather spend all day with somebody who just isn't sure and helping them rather than someone getting hurt. So please don't be afraid to reach out to me. You guys can email me um, at alexis at collardandfree.com. So please feel free to go ahead and uh, reach out to me if you need somebody. Well, guys, the music has begun, which means it's time to go. So while I dance around cleaning up the playroom here, I want to say thanks again for coming and hanging out with me. Don't forget that you guys can join the Discord and hang out with everybody at discord.io slash collardandfree. And if you want to read the notes from today's show, head on over to collardandfree.com. Stay sane, consensual, and most of all, safe. I'll see you guys next time.